Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. Hello and welcome to this week's Must Hear Music podcast. I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's going on, man? And Trish Halpin. Hi. This is Trish's first time on the Must Hear Music podcast, which or I'm pretty excited Or is this a podcast about. debut yeah. uh, across the board? I've never been on a podcast before. Wow. I'm a little bit nervous. There's a lot to be nervous about. Oh, so I'm going to listen wrong. to it and be like, wow, I'm lispier <laughs> and more nasally than I ever thought I could possibly be. But this will be great. Well... Congrats but yeah, anyway, that. so yeah, Trish is the uh, the photo editor here at Billboard, so we're excited to to have her in the, She'll in the give podcast us a, vis- a visualization. You're excited slash scared, I'm sure. Songs. Yeah, exactly. Well, we can just edit out anything you say that we don't like afterwards, <laughs> so I think we're all set. It's funny how I think, is your is your mic on? What if it just wasn't on and there was like gaps in the conversation? We're like, what, what do you think, Trish? That's, and then just silence. That's probably for the best. No, that'd be sad. <laughs> but... Yeah, anyway, welcome, welcome Trish oh, Thanks guys, happy to be here And I'm back after and you're back a week after away hiatus. And you guys you. clowned on me While Not I was really. gone We just, you know well, We do that to your face too <laughs> That's true too uh, I'm not going to be talking about Little Mix or Charlie XCX this week mm. Unlike most weeks, I guess <laughs> Every week it's a new Little Mix song from Jason <laughs> um, Anyways, well let's let's go to the first one, I'm going to start with uh, Adam Lambert, who I like to call King Lambert. Uh, I've never called him that before. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. But anyway, so his new album, his third album, came out today. Uh, it's called The Original High. The song I chose is Another Lonely Night. And Jason and I had talked about this a bit ago. And I have to be honest, so the reason he like left his last label is they really wanted him to do kind of an 80s covers album. Yeah. And I actually think that is a good idea for him. Like, I would uh, love to hear that record. I'm not saying, like, I understand creatively he wanted to make new music, be himself. What, what were you going to say? You're holding up your fingers. Yeah, first. so I raised my hand. So he left his label because they wanted him to do 80s kind of stuff, and then he went on tour with Queen? Well, There's that, and then also... I think, no, I'm, I'm asking a yeah, question. Yeah, no, they wanted him to do an 80s covers album, like, as his next album. They were like, yeah, you shouldn't release a new album do an 80s covers album so and go on tour with queen and sing all queen songs yeah that okay. is what he did okay and i guess i get catching what up saying, just catching I think, up i think it was like the whole album versus like touring thing got it got it got it got it anyway. and, and also there's a lot of truth being like this album while new material like is basically an 80s album like this all sounds like yeah like, this music could exist in the 80s yeah, that's very true but it's just songs that exist or th- that were in last year instead 
Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so the one I picked is Another Lonely Night, and I, I love Ghost Town. Ghost Town actually grew on me, you know. Same. It had the same, strike yeah. against it that it had the same t- song title as a Madonna song, and I did <laughs> hold that against it. Ah, uh, but one it. has a space and one doesn't. Yeah, that's true. But it was I was pretty <laughs> suspicious of Lambert it. after that. I got over it. Now oh I like Ghost God. Town. Um, no, this song is is cool. It has kind of like as the finger snaps. I'm a huge fan of finger snaps Big in pop fan. songs. Oh, I know. Um, it's kind of like a synthy like expansive ballad like the production is i guess you could say a little more modern in that it kind of is like what disclosure does um to a degree but but yeah like it's an 80s ballad throwback but i think it's great i think he's really good at that i think uh never close our eyes from his last album is one of my favorites and this is maybe like a more laid-back version of this but I'm digging yeah. it. I don't know. What do, what do you think? Yeah, I've been, you know, shouting from the rooftops since 2012 that Trespassing is a super underrated album. And I I, I like this album a lot. The, I, I don't think I'm, I like it as much as Trespassing. And I kind of feel like I like this song as well, but I don't like it quite as much as something like Never Close Our Eyes or, or something like Shady from the last album. I think it's just a little bit – it's it's enjoyable, and it does – it. it does give him that kind of disclosure look, but I, I don't really like hearing Adam Lambert like trying, like trying to imitate. Not that he's trying to imitate, but he, he. It sounds like he's following a little on this song. Not necessarily the whole album, but just on this song, it sounds like I'm like, ah, come on, man. Like I, I want, I want to hear you like bust it out on your own terms and and really give us something that you've been thinking about and contemplating and put in a pop song. And I feel like this one. You know, it's funny because the last t- two Adam Lambert songs on this podcast, I've kind of like dismissed, but I, I'm a huge Adam Lambert fan. Uh, so yeah, this one, it's good. It's good. Solid, solid Lambert. Trish, what Trish, what do you, what do you got? Uh, this might be the second Adam Lambert song I've ever heard in my life. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I can't super speak as intelligently. I, I thought it was fine. I don't know. It's I listened to it twice. I was like, okay, cool. I can listen. I can listen to this more, but I could also not listen to this again ever. Like it was fine. It was fun. If it, I, yeah, I, I it. feel like no one can see like my hand and head <laughs> movements. But I was just like, it's She's fine. making a lot of motion that right indicate now. Indicate sort of interest in it. Yeah, I feel like it probably isn't going to get him a ton of new fans. I feel like the Glamberts are probably going to be happy with this album, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think to what you're saying, Jason, like, I think you're right, but, like, he's never really, like, led in terms of pop. Like, he's always kind of done. He's always kind of worked in different styles that different have existed styles. already, but I feel like yeah. he's already, he's always kind of, I guess that's what I'm saying is that he's always kind of put his own spin on it, and I don't really hear his own spin on this this song. Sure. So. But now, or again, you, you didn't like Ghost Town at first, and now you've come I around. Know, so, Ghost like, six Town. months from now, you're probably going to be all about another Lonely, Lonely Night. Night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. But, yeah, I, I've, I've definitely enjoyed listening to Ghost Town more and more. But I don't know. I don't know about this one. Although, yeah, I, I recommend the album for sure. I, I don't think, like I said, I think it's probably his second best after Trespassing. I think it's definitely better than the debut album. And, uh, yeah, I, I like it. Is this a single or just a song on the album? This is just a, song. a, a track okay. so far. Joe likes to okay. pick those deep cuts. Deep cuts. Yeah. Get, get some Lambert deep cuts. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, <laughs> let's listen to it. It's Adam Lambert, Another Lonely Night from his new album, The Original High. As far as I came from you. 
All right, that was new Adam Lambert. Um, next, let's switch over to this is a Trish pick. Oh my god, it's a Trish, Trish pick. pick. And it's uh, Casey Musgraves' song is "Dime Store Cowgirl," and this is <laughs> this is a new song of hers that just released, came out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you you picked it. Why? What do you think of it? What do you like about it? So I've been obsessed with Casey Musgraves now for probably about six whole days. Wow, a whole sex. Long time fan. Super. Um, <laughs> I it was kind of a surprise that I saw the song on Spotify pop up this morning and I've just been listening to it all day. I like the I like biscuits and I like Family's Family which is also mm-hmm. on the new album and it's just a sweet song. It's very yeah, I can I'm famous now, I have money now, I'm traveling the world, I'm doing all this really great stuff, but I'm still just Casey. And little known fact, Trish loves like banjo-y kind of twangy music wow which super surprise i'm sure but it's cute she's just like a little country katy perry and this song i thought was very sweet and kind of honest and less biscuity less <laughs> definitely biscuity. less biscuity no i liked yeah like biscuits is cool but it was very similar to follow your arrow yeah and this is definitely like in a different, like, slightly less cutesy, but still, like, nice direction. Well, she had a couple songs on the first album that sounded a little bit more like this that were a little less cutesy poppy songs. But I do like this one, and I'm interested to hear what the rest of the album's like. We apparently gave it a really good review, so super psyched to hear about that. Yeah. yeah I think we gave it a good review, but we said we didn't like this song. Oh. If I'm not mistaken. Oh. But no, this, this is a great when song. When we say well, we, we like to our listeners, we mean yeah. whoever, re- who whoever the, the person in who the magazine reviewed, reviewed for yeah. Billboard magazine. Word.com. Yeah. So. Obviously, they should always ask my opinion. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Uh, I, I think that what's interesting, so this is a weird analogy I've been thinking about. You remember how the strokes put out is this it and then for the second album they just basically made another is this it with room on fire it was just like a very Mm -hmm. similar album uh i feel like casey musgraves is kind of doing the same thing and but like not in a bad way like in the same way that the strokes put out more songs that sounded like their first album and everyone kind of enjoyed that i feel like this is what casey musgraves is doing my my whole thing was like when biscuits came out i was like oh this is exactly follow your arrow like that's the exact mm-hmm. same thing this one's a little bit different than what she was doing but it's still like this song could be on her first album like it's not a market sure. departure uh and I don't, I don't say that as a complaint i think that she has found a winning formula and is continuing to thrive in that using that formula i think that this is a really enjoyable listen and yeah i've been Anxiously, I haven't listened to this whole album yet, but I've been really anxious to do so. I've heard it's great, I but I, I think it's just Casey doing more of what she did on Same Trailer, Different Park and winning with it. Casey being Casey. Casey being Casey. Her yeah. best friend Leslie said, oh, she's just being Casey. <laughs> the, yeah, the only uh, complaint I have is, like, lyrically... She does the whole like you can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the yeah. country out of girl. And it's like we've heard that so many times. Yeah, like that needs to just be put to rest, like shot, like taken out and yeah. shot. I agree with that. Let... But but otherwise, yeah, like it. I think there's nothing wrong with like it's it's more of the same from her. But like, you know, like she's country. Like that's kind of what like country people do. Like <laughs> now I feel like I'm just being really mean yeah. to a whole genre. But you know, it's like 
I don't know. It's like not like Luke Bryan does things like radically different from album to album. You're saying there's less progression. I think there's between, less pressure, yeah, for albums. country artists to like. Well, show I said growth. progression, not pressure. I mean, I'm saying they're also not pressured yeah. to do any like growing or changing. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I really like the song. It's good, and I'm not. As you might have guessed, not a big country person, but yet this, like, I enjoyed listening to this for three well, times. There you go, man. And I might even get this album, oh. so. I already, every time something new pops up on the iTunes store, I've bought it already. I just spent more on iTunes in the last week because of Casey Musgraves than I did, like, all of last year. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Yeah. You're, you're going to save the music industry, Casey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's listen to it. So Casey Musgraves. Dime Store Cowgirl. And I kind of fell in love with a Palm Springs trailer park, but those California stars could never steal my heart. Cause I'm just a dime store cowgirl. That's all I'm ever gonna be. Uh, yeah, so that was Casey Musgraves' Dime Store Cowgirl. I said this joke before, like just five minutes ago, and I'm going to say it again. So if you play Dime Store Cowgirl backwards, you actually get an entirely different song, which is Dime Store Reverse Cowgirl. So that's kind of a, a cool no. little thing, neat little trick it she did. It was funny the first time I heard uh. it, that joke. Yeah, now it's just disgusting. Anyways, <laughs> I apologize for that. Uh, let's, wait, did we do one of, yeah, yeah. So Jason. What's uh, up, what man? Do you want to start with Miguel? Should we do Miguel featuring yeah. Corrupt? Yeah, man. Hearing so we got a, a bounty of new Miguel tracks. Yeah, this is my favorite for sure. It's called NWA. And just to hear, I mean, so Miguel sounds like he's entering his psych soul stage of his career. He's moving beyond the straightforward R&B of Kaleidoscope Dream and is doing something a lot headier with this new album. Wild Heart. It sounds like he's trying to make his voodoo on this one, and I kind of applaud him for for being that ambitious. And yeah, this is one of the songs that I've really latched onto. NWA featuring Corrupt. It's just I think it's it it makes so much sense once you hear this track to have like just a, a grizzled MC like Corrupt with this kind of veteran savvy r&b voice like miguel i just think it's a great pairing uh it's it's such a buttery smooth song i and uh, it also is pretty hard though because you know you have corrupt kind of mixing it up and and laying down some some really nice bars like best i've heard of corrupt in in quite some time so yeah uh he sounds like he's he's going totally trippy on this on this album and I I like I like what I hear so far. It's funny because we heard a bunch of these tracks uh, a couple weeks ago when someone from um, Miguel's label came in and played us a couple tracks. And people in that room, aside from me, were like, "Oh, this seems kind of weird." And I was like, "Yeah, it seems kind of weird." <laughs> like that's how I felt. Right. Well, that's so. But I, I mean, like I like what he I like what he's doing. Yeah, with him, that's perfect, because it's like that first album of his was like kind of no one took notice, really, because it was just pretty straight up R&B. And then when he started getting weirder on Kaleidoscope Dream, it got better and he got a ton of fans. Yeah. Myself included. Yeah. And Adorn for as as much of a huge hit as it was, it's like it's a weird song. Totally. It's a strange song. 
And if you listen to Kaleidoscope Dream, a lot of it, the song structure, structures are pretty straightforward still. Like it's still, he's still going by like verse, chorus, um, that kind of structure. But the, the elements of each song were very kind of wild and, and a little bit out there. I, I feel kaleidoscopic like, would you even say kaleidoscopic indeed <laughs> um no i and i just think he's kind of following his um his instinct on this one and he's like let's just get weirder and i like this song a lot i like this everything i've heard from this project yeah i mean i'm i'm a big um sly stone fan yep. and this you know it just like basically he's adding more guitar to his sound uh, without taking it out of R&B territory, which is, you know, like, not something you hear a lot of these days, but certainly in the 70s, like, that, w- you know, like, that was what R&B was. You know, there yeah. was a lot of rock guitar in the mix, and a lot of psychedelic rock was on everyone's mind. So, like, kind of bringing that combination back, I'm a big fan of. Um, I like, there's, like, a guitar noise. It almost sounds like a guitar string is, like, getting ripped out of a guitar at yeah. some point. Like, there's just some cool sounds on this. Yeah. What, what did you think, Trish? Oh, yeah, no, I super didn't listen to it. I got really <laughs> distracted by the album cover, and I just spent a lot of time thinking about that. And what did you think about the album cover? It's a bit much. It like, is. It's a bit much. If he's, anyone hasn't seen it, you should look it up now. He's a little bit naked. Yes. With a woman draped over him who's also f- naked. And mm-hmm. it was just like, hmm, what are you trying to tell me, Miguel? That what are you trying to tell me? a sexual being, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, I just yeah, got the a little hit over the head much. by it. Yeah. It's uh. I don't know. It's definitely something I'm I'm not going to be like changing my uh computer screen to yeah. anytime soon. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Computer desktop too. But anyways, <laughs> uh so yeah, album's Wild Heart. The song we're talking about is Miguel featuring Corrupt NWA and yes, they're talking about that NWA. And by the way, when does that, that movie comes out in like August? Yeah. I'm very excited I for know. that. I saw I think they aired a commercial during the NBA finals and like it's it's a lot of like Paul Giamatti coming up to the the guys playing NWA and being like, you can't bring guns around. Yeah, you can't say that. Yeah, it's a lot of that, which I'm excited. Love about. Giamatti. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm Giamatti. not showing up specifically for Paul Giamatti. I <laughs> I want to know the story of yeah, <laughs> Paul Superfan over here. Right. They kept talking about this rap crew. <laughs> I just wanted more Giamatti. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, anyways. Enough of Paul Giamatti for this week. Let's listen to Miguel featuring Corrupt. Song is NWA. I'm a nigga with an attitude. A nigga won't ask from that day. All right, that was New Miguel. Uh, let's flop over to, I forgot what my other pick was. I guess let's do, so we've got, uh, Giorgio Moroder, new album out. Yeah. Italian disco legend. He produced, he he has his own albums from back in the day. Um, but I probably more famously, he produced people like Donna Summer. He did her, uh, Bad Girls album, Double LP, which is actually one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, he did I Feel Love, probably one of the most influential dance songs of all time. So anyways, he is still alive, which we learned about <laughs> when Daft Punk released Random Access Memories because he was involved in the making of that album. And that's kind of when people were like, oh, we have this dance legend who is both alive and also still sort of with it. So 
He used wow. both of those to like his advantage <laughs> and came out with a new album, which drops this week, which is called 74 is the New 24. That is not the title of the album. Oh, did he change it? Yeah, what it's is Deja it? Vu. Oh, it's called Deja Vu. It was Vu. 74 is the New 24. Yeah, it's been Deja Vu for a while, though. Oh, even I, even I knew that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so the album's called Deja Vu. I apparently have no idea. Uh, and the song we're going to talk about, this is a, it's a Trish pick. It's Britney Spears singing... Uh, doing a cover of Susanna Vega's Tom's Diner, which is just has a, a quick, briefly very interesting history for this song. So, Suzanne Vega is kind of a folk artist who did an acapella version of this song in the late 80s. Uh, producer called DNA added some electronic beats to it. It became yeah. a hit in 91. And then recently, it was interpolated on Fall Out Boy's Centuries, yeah. is the song, right? Which became, I think, a top 20 hit. Too. Yeah, you know your you don't know your Giorgio Moroder album titles, but you know your Tom's Diner history. <laughs> Believe me, I know Tom's Diner like the back of my hand, but <laughs> album titles, wow. whatever. Um, no, I really am like I feel like in the iTunes iPod era, like song titles and album titles, I, I know, sometimes so just completely forget yeah. and have no idea what they are. Well, I don't listen to full albums anymore usually. Yeah, <laughs> as part of that, I don't know. That was my. Well, let's go. To, let's go to Trish. <laughs> so, anyways, Britney Spears, Tom's Diner. What, what do you think, Trish? Well, you are I a Britney I... super fan, by the way. People listening do not know this, but Trish loves, if not worships, the ground That's that Britney br- Spears stumbles worships. over. Yeah, yeah. I cried during Stumbles. the entire time she performed at Planet Hollywood when I was there. It was, it was like amazing. Um, I didn't pick the song. It was assigned to me. Yeah, that's true. I probably would have picked it anyway. Um, I like Britney Spears' covers. Pretty much all the ones she's done, I've loved. Even that, she even did the beat goes on on like her first album, and it wasn't even that great, but it was just so good. Her covers just are better than a lot of her other songs. Um, But I did like this. It's definitely not the Tom's Diner from like the original. There's Mm -hmm. It's dancing. It's good. And is Britney actually singing? She doesn't sound super duper auto-tuned and like all yeah. fixed up. She actually sounds really good. And that's one of the things Giorgio Moroder had said when people started finding out that Britney was on his new album. He's like, no, she's actually, she's singing. She's a good singer. And it's a really good track. So I listened to it about 15 times after it was given to me because I probably, like, it didn't matter. I would have done it anyway. She's amazing. She's perfect. <laughs> Even barefoot in a gas station bathroom eating Cheetos. She's perfect. Uh- Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Um, but yeah, I liked it. So you're a fan of it. Yeah, yeah no, I was right. surprised. Yeah. I have to say, like, the first time I heard it, because it leaked and we weren't sure if it was real or not, I was almost not sure if it was real just because there was, like, no auto-tune or, like, no backup vocalist. It was like, whoa, is this, like, her singing? But Yeah, because especially if you listen to it with um, before or after Pretty Girls, that just yeah. sounds really manufactured. Where this one, it doesn't even seem like she was even trying that hard, and it just came out really good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pure Britney with a dance beat. It's like OG Britney. I like you mentioned the beat goes on because I was listening to that the other day while taking a shower. The Britney version, or yes, the, the Britney version. Nice. Just twenty within the last twenty four hours, I listened to that. So, <laughs> anyways, just now you know that, um, Jason. What do you think? Uh, you know, I gotta say, um, this. this fun cover i'm kind of out on this giorgio marauder album and like i feel like it it was just kind of like i i can just kind of picture like the the boardroom meeting that led to this in like late 2013 it was like giorgio's going having a comeback and like they're all like everyone is in this boardroom meeting is like chomping on cigars Mm -hmm. giorgio's having a comeback with his daft punk album he should put out a new record with all contemporary art and Mm -hmm. like I, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't really do it for me. Uh, like, I, he's obviously a legend, and I, I've seen, I saw him live last summer. He was unbelievable. I'm if jealous. he plays live, I don't know if he actually has, like, live dates coming up, but, like, you guys should see him if he does. But, uh, yeah, I, I just don't think you need a new Giorgio Moroder album with, like, some of my favorite artists, like Charlie XCX and Kylie <laughs> Minogue. And, like, and again, like, this is a this is a fun cover. It's just, like, I don't know if I needed it. Well, I don't think it's winning any Grammys, but yeah. I bought it and now it's on my summer 2015 playlist <laughs> on my phone. I it is not on my summer 2015 <laughs> playlist. Ouch. But have you listened to the full album? I have. I actually have. Yeah. See, I haven't, so I, I do need to sit down. Yeah, and do that. it's just you know, it's it's a it's a fine listen, uh, once and then I don't feel the need to return to it. So, hmm. sorry, sorry, Giorgio. Hmm. Well, you're uh, you're gonna hear it out of my earbuds a lot. So <laughs> that's fine. I do sit next to Trish, so mm. here's uh, everything I listen to for better or for worse. Uh, but yeah, there you go, man. All right. Well, let's give it a spin. Um, and you should tweet what you think about this song Ooh. to us. Ooh. So yeah, so it's Britney Spears singing with Giorgio Moroder, and the song is Tom's Diner. To the woman who has come and she is shaking her umbrella And I look the other way as they are kissing their hellos And I'm pretending not to see them Instead I pour the milk Alright, that was Britney, that was Queen Brit Um, Next up, let's do, so this is one of my picks Oh wait, I have a question first Yes Because you mentioned that people should tweet about things Mm -hmm. Is there a hashtag? I'm new to your podcast. No, not really. Just at no. our handles. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not. I don't feel Is popular like an, enough to get a hashtag trending. I'm not going to uh, even approach that. I feel popular enough to trending. get a hashtag trending. I mean, like, if I did, I would like just do something like Budweiser and just like I would take something that what? exists already <laughs> and then pretend sued. like I'd started that. I like it. I'd be like, man, yeah, people are using my hashtag constantly. They're always <laughs> tweeting about. Uh, 
I don't know, Big Bang Theory or something that already exists. <laughs> Do people tweet about Big Bang Theory? It's a weird detour. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Sorry, that was my fault. I, I know, I liked I'm, it, but... All right. I strange. offer no real help. I just kind of <laughs> help you wander. All right, so Beck. So Beck has a new song. Beck. Um, well, Beck, yeah. We The intro to this podcast is a Beck song oh. from way back in the day off the Odelay album. Um, I like Beck. It, why is the... I, I've never asked you, but I always wonder why. I just, I just love that? that song. Yeah, yeah. it's a okay. great song. Right. It just it seems <laughs> I like a good if, podcast opener. If it's opener. because the Must Hear Music podcast is where it's at. like You know, I never even thought of that. But okay. sure, let's say, yeah, Must Hear Music podcast is where it's at. I see what oh. you did there. Wow, let's, let's design there. t-shirts. Um, yeah, if, that, if, we can, if we can't get a hashtag going, I don't think anyone <laughs> wants a t-shirt. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, well, you never know. But you can shoot any T-shirt out of one of those T-shirt cannons, and people oh, will yeah, fight that's for what we it. Gotta do. We gotta find, <laughs> we gotta find somewhere where T-shirt cannons <laughs> are needed, and then we shoot the musty. But I, I guess we just lose money because first we have to buy, the, make the T-shirts, and mm. then we have buy a marketing a team cannon. to figure that out. It's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. Get the numbers nerds on that. <laughs> um, that's what we call them to their face here, <laughs> while knocking the books out of their hands. <laughs> So, so yeah, so like I've said three times, Beck, <laughs> Beck has a new song. It's called Dreams. Um, I love Fun Beck, and this is Fun Beck. I got to be honest, I'm not, I know the man won a Grammy for Morning Phase, and I think it's a very good album, but I have a, a low tolerance for Mopey Beck. Like, I know Sea Change is a very essential album for a lot of people. It drags for me. Like I like certain songs, but I do not enjoy mm. listening to it start to finish. Uh, I would much rather listen to an Odelay or a Midnight Vulture sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and this is like Funky Beck, and I'm happy to hear that. I w- Funky to, Beck, just that to, sounds Just to interrupt her, just to, if you were done. Um, Midnight Vultures, when it came out, I think it was to that, or it was like end of 98, I think it came out. And mm-hmm. I was 11. And I loved Midnight Vultures. I it was like my favorite album. And wow. yeah, I just loved it. Like I, I I would play Sex Laws and my parents would get mad that I was listening to a song called Sex Laws. I was like, Hey, no, but at least there's laws for it. And you're like, at least I'm following the laws. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great album. And then I heard I like shortly after that, a couple of years later, I was like, Oh, there's a new back album. Oh, cool. And, like, imagine what it was like listening to Sea Change after, like, Midnight Vultures right. is your favorite album. You're just like, ah, oh, really? And I, it, I've grown to appreciate that album. But, like, yeah, I, I'm totally with you. I like Funky Beck a lot more. I, I actually really enjoyed his last album, Morning Phase. But, like, I enjoyed this kind of Beck music way more. Right. Um, yeah, I... Uh, this is this is like a a jam. This is kind of like a low key Beck jam right here. Hashtag Beck jam. Let's get, <laughs> let's get that trending. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Well, another. I want to go back to Midnight Vultures for a second. Sure. I well, yeah. It was ninety eight because I remember when Windows ninety eight came out. <laughs> this is this is what? really going back. Wow. This was when you had Windows Media Player. It Playing was like one Minesweeper of two free songs that came with it, and the other was classical, and the other I, I don't even remember which one, but it was like a thirty second snippet. Mm-hmm. That was there, so you could like test it out. So, just a little late <laughs> '90s flashback. Wow! This this kid never forgot. Unreal. Um, 
their 30 seconds of Beck that introduced him. It's uh, so thanks Microsoft. Man, he's just never really Only made. Only time anyone said that. He's yeah. never really made another Midnight Vultures. Like Guero was is more like a rock album. Information, information, was, yeah, kind of I mean, there. I think he's had great albums since then, yeah. but, but you're right. There's nothing quite like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what about and Trish? You thought? Oh, what I do you liked think about it. Dreams. It would. Wait, are we talking about the song? Yeah, yeah, the song's okay, called Dreams. Oh, you're talking about other Beck stuff, and it was just like, back, 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 back. Um, so I liked the song. I super did. But it was a little long, so I lost focus after about four minutes, because mm-hmm. it's five, and, like, five isn't that long. It's not like it's a 12-minute situation, but, like, I, I just, I lost it. I was just kind of like, you know what, I'm done with it. It's fine. Whatever. I wow. mean, A ringing was, well, endorsement. <laughs> well, no, 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 like... <laughs> I was like, I'm at work. I'm doing four other things. If it's on my phone and I'm listening to it, I'm on the train. I'll super listen to the whole thing. It was fine. Like it was upbeat back. It was fun back. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, it, this song could have been four minutes. Yeah. I will say, if you're listening back, trim it down a little bit. Come next on, time. back. I'm we a super big music expert. Minute. Come so. on, back. <laughs> um, it's good though. It's uh, ultimately we we all agree, <laughs> we like it. Yeah. yeah. So let's listen to it. Song is Beck. It's from his upcoming non-depressing album, which Hopefully. Yeah. does not have a title, but is happening at some point, cool. probably this year. The cool. album art looks happy, upbeat. Yeah. So like, it's probably not gonna be sad. So you like the album art better than the Miguel, Miguel. album art? Is what you're saying? Yeah, cause like, cause Beck isn't naked. While a girl bends over in front of him. Well, it's just he's just not trying super hard. He's just like, I'm back. Here's my face. Here's some doodles over it. And mm. they were they were f- fun back. I don't know. It's fun back. I'm going right. to say fun back at least four more times. Let's, let's listen to fun back. Here he is. All right, that was a new Beck track called Dreams. Uh, next and last, we've got another Jason pick. This was yeah. an awesome song, and this was something I, I probably would not have listened to had not Jason sent it my way. So thanks, man. Hey. It's a uh, band is called Weaves. Song is called Tick. Yeah. And it really, it's it's rock. It's rockish, kind of like old school. Like, it really reminded me of, like, when 70s, like, Todd Rundgren would kind of do his, like, psychedelic like rock pop thing yeah. which i'm a big fan of so yeah. i loved it what, what yeah no i picked this I, I found this the other day and i i just really like this song weaves is a band out of toronto they've only released an ep so far it seems that this is the first song since their self-titled ep came out last year uh just really solid indie rock song and I, somebody else i think stereo gum premiered it last week and they compared it to a broken social scene song um, off their self-titled al- album, um, which is uh, like a very gloriously messy indie rock album that I really appreciate. And wow, came out 10 years ago. That makes me feel old. Uh, anyway, so yeah, this is just kind of something that I like to have burrow in my like pop playlist to kind of jazz it up with a little bit of like screeching guitar and the, it, it's mm. funny because I, I love what they do with the melodies here where 
the um, the the guitar melody just mirroring the vocal melody so well and just kind of that interplay is something that I think is really well done on this. Uh, I, I think that, you know, I, I, I think that this is kind of a song that sneaks up on you and you listen, you're like halfway through listening to it and you're like, wow, this is really affecting me. Like I, I'm really digging this and I don't want this song to end. Even thank goodness it's not five minutes. Of course, <laughs> what a relief! Dodged well, a bullet, weeds. <laughs> well, every time I listened to it, it just kept playing into the next song, and I didn't even notice, and I just kept listening. So that I guess I have a l- more patience for. <laughs> so. um, yeah, I I think that uh, yeah, I, I'd like to hear more uh, of this band, and hopefully this leads to a, a great album. They somebody in in that. In that Stereo Gun post, they also referenced uh, another Toronto band, Always, whose album I loved last year. That was a good record. So, yeah, yeah, if they can come up with something like that, I'd be down. And this is, sorry, so they're Toronto four-piece, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's great. It's good good shit. Um, Wow. It gets the the good shit rating. Nice. Um, Yeah, should we listen to it? Let's listen to it. Should we spin it? All right. So, Weaves, uh, the song is called I... Tick. Already forgot. Tick. (laughs) All right, let's listen to it. All right, that was Tick from Weaves. Um, And that's all we got this week. There was... uh, uh, someone tweeted in or wreck the new Travi McCoy song featuring Sia Golden. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Did you listen to that, Jason? I uh, have. We can talk about it. Let's talk about it a little bit. I mean, I feel like, honestly, I'm, I wasn't that. I love her voice. Yeah. I'm not crazy about what Travi's doing on this song. Yeah. What's, uh, what? Where did he come from? Where where did they find him? Travi McCoy? Yeah. The gym class heroes guy? No, no. I know who he is. Oh, okay. I just want, you know. What's he doing? Yeah. What's he, I mean, it is his song. He can. <laughs> oh. I mean, you're right. We haven't heard. I mean, you know, it's not like he's in the the public eye. You know what's time. funny about Travis McCoy is like, I'm not a big Travis McCoy fan, but like, I kind of respect his hustle in that like, Travis McCoy's lasted a long time. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I think I saw him when I was in high school. Yeah, like, like Gym Class yeah. Heroes, like. What was that song? Cupid's Chokehold? Yeah. Like that song's mm-hmm. like 10 Wasn't years old. Wasn't that about Katy Perry? Uh, it, was a, it was a super tramp oh. Oh, wait, cover what's the one I'm that thinking? he rapped on. Or oh. I think it might be about... You, oh, you know what? I think that actually might be about Katy Perry. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. They played at my college, and he said that, but I don't think I knew who Katy Perry was at the time. So uh, I was like, ah. Uh, yeah, so I don't love this song, but I respect... Travis McCoy's long game. I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that dude, like, that dude just, like, every three years, he just comes up with another big hit. And he just like, won't go away. It's, it's not, not even, kidding. yeah, I mean, you know, Stereo Hearts with with Adam Levine. That was a really big uh, hit. That I was. do know that one. And that was a great song. Billionaire. That was, like, oh, Bruno Mars's that. first big hit. Aside from nothing on you. That's so. true. I totally forgot about yeah. that. See? But yeah, I mean, I was looking at Gym Class Heroes. You know, I mean, they were together in the late 90s. Like, that's, yeah. and he's not old. Like, he's not, I mean, the, the man is like. Can mid- we do a quick Google? I'm looking. He's 33. So for mm-hmm. for a 33-year-old who yeah. have been, like, 
in making music since yeah, the late 90s. Yeah, that's surprising. Like, good on him. He's doing yeah, it, man. But yeah, like, I don't think this is, like, his comeback song or anything. I mean, I think, well, like, C's vocals good, yeah, aren't the best yeah. thing about it, really. People people are into uh, whatever C is doing these days. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's a, it's, I like this little bonus must-hear music song. It's this little bonus Ooh. track. Wow. Yeah. The, this is the, like uh, edition. Don't like even list this on the podcast posting, so people it, it will be like a hidden track. Well, right. What <laughs> happens when he does the, his photo request, and I put it as the main photo? <laughs> um, I'm sure all the podcast listeners are are really yeah. They're not either by the photo like, request. Yeah, they're like yeah, photo requests. Request. We love those. <laughs> um, mm. So, anyways, we'll 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 sign off and we'll talk about photo requests <laughs> on our time, Trish. Yeah. Okay, um, no, but thank you both, Trish and Jason, for sitting down. Trish, great podcast debut. Great oh, big thanks, podcast guys. debut. I barely added anything. <laughs> yeah, you added a, a lot of love a about Britney and about Brittany, yeah. Yeah. and a lot um, of impatience with Beck's five minute song. <laughs> a lot of yeah. Um, okay, listen, I was busy. There was like four things going on, and I'm trying to listen to this, and it just wasn't ending. So I just I gave up. I stopped at four. God, I hope Beck isn't listening. It's just, I like Beck. I think I, he's a cool dude. Congrats on the Grammy win. I like all some of the old stuff, but I it's I just I didn't I didn't have it in me. I just didn't have that last minute in me. All right. Um <laughs> that's that's all we got though. So thank you for listening. If you have any recommendations or thoughts on the Britney song or anything else, please tweet them at us. Uh have a great week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.